Hi everybody, welcome to the video and live streaming show. My name is John Lacey and today we're talking all about promoting your live stream. So we're going to talk about some of the opportunities that you have in terms of making uh, people aware of your upcoming live stream or live events and uh, how to get a bit of uh, audience participation, perhaps even ahead of time. So normally I would be joined by Sam Proof, but he's currently on vacation. So it's literally just me today, so it's going to be a slightly different show. I guess the other thing I might not know about today's show is I'm coming through StreamYard today rather than, than Restream. So we're trying out a few new things, and it could go really well, or it could be a complete disaster, but I'm hoping it'll be entertaining for you nonetheless. So that's certainly uh, coming up on today's show. But if you are watching live, let me know in the chat where you're watching from. It would be great to hear from you. You can use the hashtag uh, Team Live or Team Replay. Again, this this banner was sort of designed for two people in this scene, but there you go. That's uh, yeah, it'd be really great to hear from you. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about how you can make people aware of your live stream and upcoming live events. Um, so that's still to come today. But before we get stuck in, let's have a watch of this. Hi, I'm John Lacey, and in Build a Presentation Muscle. I want to talk about finding your voice, refining and sharing your message, using tools and technology to share that message, and looking after yourself as a creator. And if you are interested in hearing more about uh, Build a Presentation Muscle, my podcast, you can head over to johnlacey.com. And a big hello to Walter Strong from the NBA Sports Talk Show uh, saying, good evening, John. I see you're flying solo, US, Long Island, New York, uh, Team Live. Thank you for joining me, Walter. It's great great to see you. Um, I'd be really curious to hear about how your new show is going, actually. So let me know in the comments. That would be awesome. Uh, but today, we really want to talk about how you might actually build some awareness and promote a live stream sort of ahead of time. Uh, encourage people to to join you and to participate in the chat and also really be part of the conversation because I think, honestly, um, the, the thing that differentiates live between pre-recorded video really is that audience participation and your audience is, uh, is really a part of your content, a contributor to your content to that as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, it's, it's a really, really useful thing to think about. And admittedly, the, I am... Um, it's, I'm going to talk about social media today, and it's probably a really weird time to be talking about social media because so much is in flux right now. It's it's all over the shop. And I guess, you know, the thing I often say is there are opportunities everywhere, but opportunity cost is real. So you do need to think about where you want to put your time and energy. So we're going to be uh, talking about some of the, the different platforms that you might want to use in terms of building awareness and how you can uh, position your content, maybe even tease your content a little bit as well. So that's coming up on today's show. Um, I guess the first consideration I would probably encourage people to think about is where are you actually going live? So uh, with today's tools, you know, I mentioned StreamYard. Um, we've used Restream in the past. It's very, very easy to go live in a lot of different places. And sometimes that can be quite useful because different people have different uh, different preferences when it comes to where they actually want to be. And getting them off those particular platforms can be a little bit tricky, but sometimes you might have goals to actually send people to particular places. Um, you know, for me, I'm very focused on LinkedIn and YouTube, and I would love more and more people to head over to YouTube. Um, 
and that 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 would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> but again, like you know, if people don't use YouTube, if they don't have a Google account, that can be a little bit tricky. Okay, I, and this is this is super relevant. So thank you, Walter, for for joining us and 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 chatting. So the 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 first thirty days went very well. I've been providing the the show through social media, emails, word of mouth, and scheduling my stream. That's awesome. I love all of that. And he's also uh, writing, I use StreamYard and I go live to YouTube right now. However, after I hit my first hundred, I will include LinkedIn. Okay, awesome. And it is like, it, it really, it's one of those things that I've been thinking about a lot in recent times, because like I said, I would love everybody I know to go and watch on YouTube. I'd love them to su subscribe to YouTube. I know that the more subscribers I have on YouTube, you know, one day, and I'm I'm so far away from this, I cannot overstate how far away I am from this right now, but at one point, I would hopefully like to have a thousand subscribers again. And I don't know if this is, like, I don't know if this is something I mentioned very often, but I was on YouTube pretty much when it started, and I was part of the YouTube Partner Program, and I actually attended the Fox Studio launch of YouTube Australia here in Sydney. Um, so I, I actually have a bit of a relationship with with YouTube, um, but I, I kind of stepped away from it for quite a while, and I'm only just returning to it in the last couple of years. So it's in some ways I do have a lot of experience, but in other ways I really am building from scratch. And, and as much as I want to encourage beginners, I have to tell you, it's not always fun when you're in the trenches. And hello to um, Frankly for joining us. And you must be watching on Sam's uh, Twitch account by the looks of things. Um, I should mention too, if you are joining, uh, if you're used to seeing Sam uh, with me, he usually is my co-host on the show, but he is on holidays at the moment. So he should be back next week, but it's just me today. But uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about some of the the opportunities that we might potentially have in terms of actually working with, with social media, first of all. Um, and I guess it really does depend a little bit on where your people are. So I'm I'm going to talk about something that that may not be the the first and most popular choice for a lot of you. And to be honest, I'm not a huge Facebook fan, but I have found it kind of useful for my Facebook page. So, I mean, obviously, when you come into to Facebook, you can create uh, posts. You can let people know that things are happening. Um, there are all kinds of options in terms of what you can actually post there. One. One feature that I've been using a lot lately, and this works differently uh, between personal profiles and pages, but I do have a Facebook page. And one of the things I've been loving is the ability to create a story. And usually I will upload a video thumbnail because, you know, we work in video thumbnails around here and I can add some text. And the great thing is if you have a Facebook page, you can actually include a real link. So. Uh, the web link button option gives you a number of different uh, terms that you can select from, like see more, learn more, uh, read more. I, I don't know if read more is actually one, but, uh, you know, there are a number of different options there, but you can actually add, an, add a link there. And when people look at that story, not only do they find out something, but there is literally that button at the bottom of the screen that they can click. So that is really, really powerful. Um, in terms of, you know, other things that, and again, I'm working from a Facebook page here specifically, uh, we've got the ability to add a photo or video. You can do a live video. You can check in. You can report how you're feeling or what kind of activities you're doing. Add a GIF. Um, raise money if that's relevant to the kinds of things that you're doing. Tag a business partner. Get messages. Get WhatsApp message. 
Uh, there's all kinds of different things that you can actually do in that space. So I guess um, here's a question. Do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. Um, it is. Uh, I'll grab that link for you, actually. I think it's John.Lacey, but let, let me double check and I'll throw it in the in the chat somewhere. Shouldn't be multitasking while I'm streaming, looking things up, but that's okay. Like I said, we're trying a few different things this week, so it's going to be a little bit uh, looser and a little less formal. Um, but I do have a TikTok, and it's funny because I haven't been posting to TikTok in a while, but it's I do watch a lot of TikTok, and I'm really sort of curious to, to get back there. So, um, you know, I'm going to give that a go. Um, so I'll just put that on the screen there as well if you are interested. Um, so that is, uh, is my TikTok. So it's at john.lacy. Okay, cool. So again, like, uh, I think TikTok is a great example, actually, because it is a place where people go for small hits of things, or, you know, they, they do have some live uh, streaming features, but again, you kind of needed to be invited to that particular party. It's not access that I personally have access to right now. So, you know, there was a time when Sam and I would actually make promo videos for our streams, um, but we stopped doing that because we didn't see a lot of return on, on investment there. But it could be something just to, to build a bit of awareness and let people know that that's out there. Okay. So this is the video and live streaming show. Today we're talking all about uh, some of the opportunities that you might actually have in terms of promoting uh, your live stream and, and getting people involved. I guess the other thing I might mention about uh, Facebook business pages is that they do actually have the meta business publishing tools here as well. So this can let you schedule uh, posts and, and, and stories and reels to, to both Facebook and Instagram. So it, I guess that's another really important thing that I want to encourage you to think about is actually scheduling some content because especially before you go live, the last thing you want to be doing is spending the last five minutes before you go live posting to a million different places. And admittedly, at the moment, there are a whole bunch of platforms where you can't schedule content. Um, you know, the sort of the Mastodons, Blue Skies, even, even Threads, which is the new thing from Meta, which is trying to be a Twitter killer, although, frankly, Twitter seems to be a pretty good job at killing Twitter at the moment, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so, you know, there, there are kinds of different things that you can perhaps um, entertain there in terms of, you know, how you might actually go uh, go in and, and use Facebook specifically. But again, let me know uh, what things you've been using to promote your content. It doesn't necessarily need to just be live streaming, but, you know, it's, it, it's really important that we get out the word out. Okay, we'll come back to that one in a second. So again, um, you know, it's let's talk about YouTube because again, YouTube is is a great platform for creators. It's a place where many of us might strategically want to be. So you know, uh, one of the great things uh, if you have these features are the, the YouTube community features. So you can uh, go to the community tab and you have options to post an image, an image post, an uh, image poll, I should say, a text poll, a quiz, or a video. And you can actually schedule, you can post videos that are your own content, which is obviously what I'm looking at here. But you can also search and post videos that are basically publicly available on YouTube. So even if it's not content that you have personally created, it might be something that you want to share with your audience. And that can be a really powerful way of doing this. 
The other great thing about uh, YouTube is that you have the ability to schedule these posts. So again, think about, you know, uh, especially if you have a weekly live stream, if you do weekly content, you have a particular rhythm, your audience is starting to anticipate that and hang around for it. You know, it's it's really great to think about when you might drop a, a post like this in, in the three feed and you can, of course, schedule them out. So that can be really, really awesome as well. Um, so again, but I, I guess really, if we go back and have a look at this, just this overview of the, the options you have in the community tab, you know, it's a great place of maybe teasing some content, letting people know about what you will cover on the show, maybe providing a tip, maybe asking for some feedback from the audience themselves. You know, you could say, what is your best tip for promoting your live stream and actually get them to participate? Because I guess the other thing about live streaming is we know not everybody can be there for the live show. So, you know, and especially someone who's in Australia, there are so many live streams I would love to attend, but they happen at like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm just, I'm always going to be asleep during them. So, you know, it's it's great to give people other options to actually be involved. So that can be really, really useful too. And I kind of mentioned uh, before that LinkedIn is another place that I like to spend a little bit of time and, and be a little bit strategic about. So let's talk about LinkedIn. And um, I do actually have creator mode switched on on LinkedIn. So that will give me some extra features that you may not have if you, if you don't have that option. Um, and I think you need 150 connections or followers on LinkedIn to opt in for that those features. But essentially... Um, you know, one of the things that I do on a, there, there are basically three, there are basically three things that I do each week. I record a podcast episode. I do this show live and I also have a newsletter. Um, so those things go out at the same time each week and I have that content to talk about. So, um, we might even, let, let's talk about the, the, the newsletter first. So this is, this is the Learn Live Streaming newsletter. If you want to find me on LinkedIn, just search for John Lacey. I'm sure I will pop up. But essentially, uh, once a week, uh, about Wednesday, 9 a.m. in Sydney time, but obviously time zones are different across the world, I create an article. Um, and it sort of reflects on the kinds of things that I've been thinking about that week and the kind of content I've been releasing. So... If we have a look at um, this most recent one, you'll see that um, I've been talking about Spotify Q&A uh, uh, features and the polls, which is really, really awesome. Um, with it. And if you do actually have a, a Spotify show, like a, an audio podcast, that can be something that you might want to check out as well. Um, but I'm also talking about this particular show. I'm also talking about an LED on-air light that I recently acquired and also the latest episode of Build a Presentation Muscle. So I think sometimes, uh, you know, just, just having some content already built out to, to promote or tease the, the content can be a really, really great way of, of going. But in terms of actually working with some of the features that are built into LinkedIn, um, once you've scheduled and you, you really do need a third-party tool to go live on LinkedIn, so whether that is something like Restream or StreamYard or... Uh, you know, even Ecamm Live, um, you can set that up remotely. Once you do, you actually, you'll have your video thumbnail, your description and your title. You can actually come in and edit these options so you can provide more information. But one of the great things about this specifically is if you click on that share button, there's an option to invite people to join you. So this is something that I don't do nearly as much as I probably should be doing. Um, 
But essentially, if I click through, I can search for people. I can uh, click a little checkbox next to their name, and then I can hit that invite button to get them to join me as well. So that's a that's another way of actually working with uh, with LinkedIn events specifically. It is a surprisingly manual process um, that one. So it is worth keeping in mind that not all the time is it going to be perhaps the thing that you want to be doing, uh, but it's certainly it's certainly an option, and it's probably worth worth thinking about. And sometimes I will go out and invite a lot of people. Sometimes I'll invite one or two, uh, especially if you've got a guest on your show. Um, you can sort of uh, you can invite them to the event, and then once they've accepted the invite to the event, you can actually list them as a speaker, and that will actually have a link to their profile and their information on uh, on the page itself. Um, but it'll also alert their audience when it does go live, so it can be a really really great way of um, of including other people and just sort of extending your reach a little bit. So that's another thing that can be really really useful. Again, I'm curious uh, for, for the content you're producing, um, where where are you going live and, and what kinds of things are you actually using to promote those with? Because it's it's always interesting. We do have a lot of different options nowadays. You know, I mentioned Mastodon, Blue Sky. Uh, there, there are so many of them. Threads uh, is the new one. Twitter or X. I don't really like talking about Twitter because it's such a weird situation over there, but it's important to recognize, you know, it's historical value. And again, you know, you've got the ability to, to quiz your audience on different things. You can ask them questions, whether they're open-ended questions, whether it's a poll, where they can answer a question. But again, I think it's really important just to keep reminding people that your event is upcoming, because I think as content creators, we can be a little bit self-conscious. We can go, I mentioned this once, everyone's seen it. Um, I don't want to do that again. And the reality is no one has seen it. Um, I say no one. Not everyone has seen it, shall we say. So it's really important. And I guess like that's one of the things that I like about scheduling tools is that I can just go, okay, I'm going to mention this 10 times over the week. I'm going to schedule these in now. I'm going to think about different ways of maybe phrasing uh, the, the posts that I'm sending out and we'll just go from there. So that's uh, that's. Uh, some some things to consider. But again, let me know in the chat uh, where you like to stream and how you like to promote it. We'll be back in a second. We are constantly training our cats every interaction that we have with them. Mm -hmm. So when Johan would get on my counter before, you know, this is 10 years ago before I was the cat expert that I am now. Johan would jump on the counter. What was the first thing I did? I'd say his name, Johan. Well, he loves that. That's yeah. a reward for him. He mm -hmm. said, you, you just said my name. I would go over to him and I talk to him, be like, "You can't be on the count." Johan loves when I talk to him. Ding! That's another reward for Johan. I'd pick him up and put him on the ground, mm. but I didn't want him to think I was mad at him. So when I'd pick him up, I'd pick him up very nicely and kiss him on the head and say, "I love you, but you can't be here." I put him on the ground. I had just done three things that rewarded him for being on the counter, so I was encouraging him to continue doing that. And that is Just Kitten Around, which is uh, hosted by my my ordinary uh, co-host, Sam Proof, that would be joining us, uh, but is on vacation this week. But you can certainly learn more about that at cuteavalanche.com. And I guess that's, <coughs> excuse me, I guess that's another thing that we probably can can think about. Uh, you know, it's one thing to to get awareness and participation in the live stream, but 
Also, how are we actually going to use that live stream content afterwards? Like, is there an opportunity to uh, to repurpose that, remix that? Because again, you know, we mentioned TikTok earlier. There's a really good chance nobody on TikTok is going to be watching an hour's worth of, uh, you know, live stream, but they might want to watch a one minute clip. So do you have some key moments that are in there? Um, you know, in, in the same way that, that Sam takes the audio of this show, um, the audio of the Cute Avalanche um, Just Kidding Around um, podcast and turns that into an audio podcast because some people prefer to listen than, than watch. And I must admit, I am definitely one of those people that loves to, to watch. Hey, Insomnia Doodles, thanks for joining us. It's great, great to see you. Uh, you know, I'd love to hear what you're up to. Um we're talking today about actually promoting your live stream, some of the opportunities you might have, how you might use social media. So again, I know that you do a lot um, on, on Twitch and, and a little bit on YouTube as well. So I'd love to hear more about how the kinds of things that you're using. But we're talking a little bit about, you know, how we can actually sort of tease some of our content that's upcoming, how we can actually get people involved, even if they can't physically attend the, the event live. Maybe they'll watch the, the rerun later. Um, but again, you know, what are the things that, that you can do? And one of the things that I sort of mentioned a moment ago is that I have this LinkedIn newsletter. So this is the Learn Live Streaming newsletter. Um, I've actually got 184 subscribers to my newsletter. And one of the really interesting things about this feature within LinkedIn, and I know not everybody is invested in LinkedIn in the way that I am, but the great thing about this is every time someone follows you, every time somebody connects with you, they get an automatic prompt to subscribe to this newsletter. And nine times out of 10, they will just uh, click, you know, connect and they'll be happy to do that. And it's, you know, in some ways, and depending on their settings, they may even get this newsletter delivered to their email, um, which is kind of wild. Like, I love I love this feature. But again, uh, one of the things I was mentioning earlier was that, you know, we just, uh, I, I take the content that I've created, all the things that I'm thinking about and sort of include them here. So, Let's let's have a closer look at this. This, this is the most recent one. Um, I talk about a few different things. So I'm just going to scroll through this because I, I don't normally get the opportunity to show this off, but I, I kind of, I'm a bit of a writer. I love to, to write. So this is actually easier for me to do than appear on the live stream, believe it or not. So, uh, you know, in, in this most recent one, I said, is this thing on air? And in this case, I've actually got a new LED sort of neon light thing. And I'm kind of, this is only all of $20 worth from Kmart Australia, but I, I think I'm going to mount this just outside my door and turn it on and let people know when I am to not be disturbed, uh, you know, so we don't have people just uh, barging in and asking me questions, uh, which is really cool. Also, the, the Spotify Q&A uh, and polls features. So I don't know if you're aware of these, but these are specific to... Um, to the Spotify mobile apps for iOS and Android. But essentially, you can actually ask people questions. You can do little quizzes. So again, this is more of an audio podcast arrangement, although you can upload, um, you can actually upload video to Spotify for podcasters, which is the, the service that used to be known as anchor.fm. Um, so again, I read an article about that, and I just wanted to promote the fact that I did that. I also had an, uh, a bit of a mention of my audio podcast, so build a presentation muscle. Uh, a tip too that, uh, you know, if you do have a LinkedIn newsletter, you can actually embed the, the, the Spotify player into your article. 
And my podcast episodes, they're very short. This one is only two minutes and 13 seconds. So I kind of think this is something someone can click while they're browsing around and just have a listen to. And then, of course, I've got the the mention of this very live show. So again, it's, uh, you know, there are opportunities to make people aware. I give them a few options. They can watch on LinkedIn or YouTube and they can connect with me. So um, this one... Um, you know, it, it's had a bit of um, interaction this week. So that's that's really awesome. I love that. Um, but again, it's just finding the opportunities that are available to you on the platforms where your people tend to hang out. Now, Insomnia Digitals has written this massive uh, <laughs> bit of text. And I do want to read it, but I'm not going to put it on the screen. Um, so she writes, I'm not doing a lot right now, but when I have a big charity or advocacy event, I typically make a landing page on my website for it, write a blog post with it with all the details and link to the landing page in it and post links to that post on whatever social media that I'm active on for the moment. I also um, create an event for it on Discord with their native events feature. And of course, I'll have more frequent live streams leading up to the event and I'll promote it during those. Uh, she, she, <laughs> she just wrote, I, I write I write books apparently, lol. Um, no, I mean, it's great and I, I love it. No, I just, I, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm doing this this stream in StreamYard. We don't normally use StreamYard, but we're trying something new. I mean, I'm I'm sort of curious. I'm going to click on it and just see how it appears on the screen. It'd probably cover everything, but we'll give it a go. There we go. That's actually not too bad. I like that actually. That that works pretty well. So, again, that that was that thing that I just read out a moment ago. Um, if Sam was here, he would talk to you at length about Discord, and I know that he actually has some um automatic integrations where. If, if he goes live on particular platforms, it will actually ping everybody in a particular channel. And that's really, really powerful. I don't... Discord isn't really the place I naturally live, although I do see a lot of great opportunities there. So it can be really, really powerful. Um, but again, it's... Uh, it's it's really about who you're actually sort of trying to target in terms of your audience because and I've said this before and I've got a bit of <laughs> I've got a bit of feedback the last time I said this but you know discord I don't think it's for everybody like I think it's not as mainstream as a lot of other things and in some ways that that it could be great especially if you're doing something um geeky or or technical uh, I think that's probably a place where lots of people hang out but um it just it really just depends on your audience but um yeah and I, again maybe uh when sam does get back we can talk it more at length uh, about how that technical aspect of it works although we do have an entire show on discord in the archives so if you want to head over and check those out uh you certainly can do that um yeah, so this is the, the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey. Uh, thank you for joining me today. If you are watching live, uh, let me know where you're watching from. I'd love to hear from you in the chats. We're talking about uh, how you can actually build awareness and promote your live stream or live event um, and how we can use social media and some other tools. So again, Discord it could be a great option for you depending on what you're actually doing. Um, Another one that I think people might over, overlook sometimes is actually having an email um, list. So if you have people's details, if they've opted in and you're meeting, you know, the legal requirements to not spam them, uh, you know, it can be a great way of just letting people know that something is happening. And even just a, as a bit of a reminder, because I guess the thing that I like about um, whether you're using a tool like StreamYard or, or Restream the one of the great things about that is you can actually schedule your events. So 
once it's there, and I don't know if this is true of uh, all the platforms, but certainly on YouTube, LinkedIn, um, even Facebook, I, I think uh, th there's an option to basically say, notify me when this happens. And once they've done that, uh, it can it can let people know and they'll just get a little uh, reminder or notification on their phone that it's happening and they can just, just join you and watch live. So I guess once that exists, I try to remind people of that and push them towards it. So, and it's interesting because I've, I, I'd like to schedule these things a good six or seven days ahead of time of the event. And the reason I like to do that is so that I do have all that time to promote it. And it's interesting because I have been on a lot of other people's shows and they might schedule it like the day before. And I'm like, I've been wanting to promote the hell out of it all week. And I just, I don't, don't really have anywhere to send people just yet until you've actually scheduled that. So that would be another thing that, that I would certainly think about, but Again, uh, you know, there, there are all kinds of platforms. I guess in some ways the danger is, you know, there are so many platforms right now. It's kind of, um, it can be quite overwhelming to know where to put your time and energy. And there are sort of, um, yes, I love this too. And this is something I don't always think about. So in, in so many doodles writing, utilize those hashtags, get some newbies interested. So again, and I, I don't love to harp on about this because especially as a beginner, sometimes it can it can just seem quite nebulous. But if you do think about the titles, you do think about the hashtags, the thumbnails, the description, um, the tags. And again, some of those are hashtags, some of those are other kinds of tags. Uh, you can use both on, on the YouTube context. So again, I, I think they recommend like three hashtags but then you can go and they actually have a section for tags specifically and they actually encourage you to to have alternative spellings in in there so it's it can be a really great way if somebody is searching something and they don't quite get it right then they they can find you and again i, I think this is a, a great suggestion as well so especially for charity events where you're supporting groups with existing hashtags so you know, things that people are already looking for or looking at, um, you know, it can be a great way of sort of getting a bit of uh, momentum on the back of that. So that can be really, really helpful as well. Okay. Um, I guess, uh, and I wasn't really going to talk about this, but I think, you know, it, it actually doesn't hurt. So um, actually, before I do that, so uh, Insomnia Doodles is writing for Rare Disease Day. We use a lot of different tags like Rare Disease, Rare Disease Day, RDD, etc. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So I wasn't really going to talk about this, but I, I figure why not? So this is actually Promo Republic. Um, and this is just a, this is a tool that will let you create um, social media posts in a very sort of basic graphical way. Um, and also schedule them to different uh, platforms. I don't use this a lot, um, and I certainly don't use the the graphical component of it because I like to create things myself. But certainly in terms of the calendar, this is this is a place where you can actually go and um, schedule a lot of things. And it does have its own little algorithm that sort of recommends different types of posts on different times and days and, and that kind of thing. Um, but one of the really, really interesting things about this lately is that it's actually, it's, and I, I don't, I'm not aware of any other place that does this, but if I, um, I can actually schedule TikTok posts through this tool. 
which is amazing. And again, I sort of mentioned earlier, I haven't been doing a lot on 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 TikTok, but I'm very keen to get back into it. So um, I, I love that because, I, I mean, there are all kinds of ways of doing this and you can do things on your phone. You can upload to the TikTok website. You can go via CapCut, which is their video editor. And you can do that sort of on the mobile device or on the, the desktop computer. But um, that that's really, really cool because I guess, especially if you had a long piece of live um, streaming content and you, I don't know, maybe you had 14 clips out of an hour's worth of content that you wanted to share and you could actually sort of um, share these out, you know, maybe one a day for two weeks. That could, that could be really useful. And it's interesting because this is a tool that um, I purchased on AppSumo a million years ago. And I, like I said, I don't really use it very often. Um, but I, I was just really intrigued by that particular feature because I think that could be really, really great. So again, I, you know, it's one of those things when it comes to social media, you know, are you, are you just posting and ghosting? And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that, but I think sometimes you do need to spend a little time on a platform to get the, the engagement that you're looking for. But again, there are so many options now. You're either going to have to choose to be involved in some of them or you're going to have to think about how you use your time because it's just, it's really not possible to sort of, um, to use them, you know, you, you can't, if you were on them all the time, if you're giving them all your attention, like you're never going to get anything done. It's going to be a problem. So um, I guess just keep that in mind. So, you know, I think, um, okay, I, I love this idea and I think we should, we should unpack it. So Insomnia Doodles writes, um, Rare Disease Day has a whole Rare Disease Week leading up to the day. And I like to do a special event where I post an educational video every single day. And that can get exhausting if you don't plan them out and schedule them out ahead of time. And I guess that's that's the thing that I'm trying to, to talk about really is just, have you given yourself enough um, runway to do all the things that you want to do? And if you know that there's a themed event or a themed month or a particular day that you want to build content around, start thinking about it early. You know, really try and get in there quite early and, uh, you know, schedule some stuff out. It doesn't necessarily need to be a social media calendar. It could be a bit of paper. It could be, you know, uh, your diary. You can do whatever you, you need to do. But again, just be aware that any kind of content creation takes time and energy and work. And, and you know, the, the more time you can give yourself to actually build some of these things out ahead of time, the better off you will be. And it, again, in somebody doodles writes, and at the end of every one of those videos, I promote the big stream I do on Rare Disease Day. Posting regularly really gets that algorithm going. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, um, and again, it would be great if Sam was here, but I, he's he's living it up on the beach, so we don't we don't have to feel too sorry for him, but. Like one of the things that he said in almost every single show we've ever done is don't spread yourself too thin. And on the one hand, yes, absolutely. You, you do need to be careful about how you manage your time and energy. But on the other, like, you know, if you're completely invested in a platform and it goes away completely, that can be a problem. Uh, you know, and, and in some ways, I think about multicasting to different places almost as a bit of insurance in case something goes wrong. And again, it may not be that the platform goes away. It could be that 
for whatever reason you lose access to that platform, like maybe you no longer have access to an email address, you can't reset a password, like there are all kinds of things that can go wrong. Even if you are playing playing nicely and, and meeting the terms and conditions, like stuff can happen. And again, I think it, it is worthwhile to be sort of active in a few different places. But also, and I think this is, um, and I know, I know a lot of content creators cringe when I talk about this, but at the end of the day, all of social media is rented land. And I love that Insomni Doodles keeps referring to setting up her own landing pages on her own website. And I have a feeling that that's probably a WordPress-powered website. Maybe you can let me know in the in the chat. But again, I know that's that's not the place that all of us have technical um, experience in. And I know for some people that can be quite daunting. Um, my, my background is sort of web design and development. And I... Even, even as I say that, uh, you know, I don't always put the content um, up on the website. Like I just, there's only so many hours in the week that I, I can sit in front of this computer. And I, I've got to tell you, I have all kinds of uh, joint issues and I, I try to, you know, consider the the ergonomics of everything, but there just reaches the point where I can't be physically in front of the computer any longer. Um, so yes, and Insomni Doodles is writing, yes, WordPress all the way. We love WordPress. Um, it's, it's a great option. So again, I guess that the, the way I think about this though, is that if I've created something and I'm giving it away for free and I just want it to be as widely enjoyed as possible, there's usually not a reason for me not to just post it to all of the places. And especially if you think in terms of maybe like a vertical short clip, like, you know, you, you may have concerns about um, about TikTok. Like, that that is a legitimate thing. But generally speaking, I'm like, I'm going to post this anywhere I can physically post this. So I might throw it up onto Twitter or X, as it seems to be called these days. Uh, you know, it could be a, a, a Facebook post. It could be a Facebook reel. Put it up on Instagram, YouTube shorts. Like, you know... I don't think there's any, like, if you've created something and you're proud of it and it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's perennial content or whatever, like, th there's really very little to be lost by sharing it widely. So, um, yeah, okay. All right. Um, so, Insomni Doodles is sharing the fact that she's actually got a landing page for the Rare Disease Day this week. Um I can't actually copy this uh, URL out of my comments, surprisingly. So I'm going to try and type it in and hopefully I get it right. And if we do, I'll attempt to share this with you. Okay, let's have a look. Okay, so this is um, Insomnia Doodle's uh, Rare Disease Day uh, learning page. So again... Uh, there's some great animation on this on this page. I don't know if it's an animated GIF in the background there, but that's that's really that captures my my attention for sure. Um, so this is back in in February. Um, so it's that time of year again. As always, I get really into Rare Disease Day festivities. It was a Twitch charity stream. Uh, you can check out the stream from the previous year. Um, there are also things on TikTok. Uh, there are specific charities that uh, uh, Insomni Doodles is recommending you donate to and check out. Um, there's some ads there as well. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's it's great to have a have a, a landing page that you can actually send people to. And again, 
you know, if if something were to happen to a Twitch account or a YouTube account and everyone knows where this landing page is, you can update this page and redirect them somewhere else. And there, there's a little bit of fallback insurance there. And I love that. That's that's a really great example. Thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um, so, and again, it's, if, if Sam was here, I know like for Cute Avalanche specifically, there are very specific things for... Uh, for Valentine's Day and, uh, you know, different events, Box Day for, for Amazon. You know, if if you do have those sorts of things that are reoccurring, you can sort of plan for those. You can draw on previous um, content that you've created. You know, you do have stuff to work with, and it's, it's really, really cool. And again, um, Insomni Doodles is writing, yep, and then I used bots to auto-promote the link in the landing page during the live streams as well. So that's great. Again... Think about where is the central place you're pushing people to and then maybe the the rented land of social media that you're hoping to to build some awareness for and get people to join you in that way as well. So that's that's really cool. I, I like that. Um I I don't know. The only thing I probably would say about that is that uh that's a very long URL that I typed out manually, and I'm kind of still amazed that I didn't make a typo. So um one thing I I I actually do really recommend. Um, let me just see if I can find this and show you. Um, but basically, if you have the opportunity to uh, create um, just a short URL to, to redirect people to, I think those can be really, really handy. And uh, this is this is a plugin that I use on WordPress for this specifically. So um, the, the redirection plugin by um, John Godley. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if there are any screenshots on here. It's pretty straightforward, um, but essentially you can create redirects so you can have short links and send people to places. So, you know, for example, if I go, you know, johnlacy.com slash LinkedIn, um, that'll actually redirect people to my LinkedIn profile. So, and there are a, there are actually a whole bunch of different um, different plugins that do some version of that. I like this one because it's free. And I'm cheap, evidently. <laughs> but, you know, there, there are all kinds of things you can do. I guess the only thing is, you know, just be careful that you don't accidentally redirect people into an endless loop because that can be a problem. Um, and I know people in the past use tools like Bitly, um, but sometimes, um, you know, they, they can be effective, but again, they're owned by other people. So if those other people go away, um, or, you know, that service goes away, then you're basically linking to something you, you no longer have control over. So it's not to say they will go away, but again, just, just keep that in mind. Okay, so this is the video on live streaming show. I'm John Lacey. Normally I would be joined by Sam Proof, but he's on vacation living it up at the beach, which is great. We love that for him. Um, today we're talking all about actually finding some opportunities to pro promote your live stream using social media, using Discord, using, uh, you know, your email mailing list, um, whatever opportunities and resources you have at hand. I guess, um, you know, another great thing and something that I want to do more of, and we just, we haven't, the, I, in some ways, the problem is Sam and I both have very, very busy lives. Um, they're busy for different reasons, but, um, you know, I'd love to have some guests on this show. And I kind of think, there's there's a networking aspect to that, but there's also, you know, introducing yourself to other people's audiences, which can be really, really cool. So we're going to try and do some more of that in the future. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but we'll let you know. And, uh, you know, I'd love to 
love to talk to some of the people in the chat actually um insomnia doodles um and and walter strong um it would be great to, to have you on the show at some point but i know there are all kinds of logistics with that and the fact that we're all in uh different time zones and stuff it's it's always tricky but you know i i'm determined to find a way so yeah today you know we have been talking about how you can use social media how you can uh, actually schedule some of those posts up front so you know you're not doing them in real time all the time although that said we know there are platforms that don't currently support that so sometimes you might need to go in and do that manually think about those hashtags think about those descriptions think about the titles even the uh oh don't don't be being humble insomnia doodles i know you do so much um <laughs> she's saying i don't feel like i'm qualified enough for that but i'm flattered but anyway, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, think about the opportunities and different platforms will give you different options. I guess that's one thing that I like to call out too, is that if you are using a um, a stream service like Restream or StreamYard, you can actually schedule those events to go out to different places. Once you have done that, it's really useful to actually go to those destinations and just edit the settings because different platforms will give you different options. Um, YouTube has those options for the, the chat replay. It's It's got the the ability to add the, the tags and a whole bunch of different features on LinkedIn. I can actually sort of tag people that will be appearing in the, the stream. I can uh, add some more context about what the event is actually about. So we can do that as well. Um, and I think like in, in the Facebook, I, I don't spend a lot of time in Facebook and I haven't been scheduling this event, uh, this show in Facebook lately, but... I understand that it, you know, you can actually go in and comment on that particular event. So, you know, if that, if you were sort of posting about the content of the upcoming stream, that might be a good place of a good way of keeping it all together. So, yes, there's, uh, there's lots of things that you can potentially do. And, uh, you know, I guess as always, don't, don't be overwhelmed. Think about what you can do. Don't beat yourself up for what you can't do. I'm very bad at that myself. I, I think I should be doing so much more. And the truth is I'm probably doing about as much as I can right now, because like I said, I've got a full-time job. I've, um, you know, there's a lot of other things going on there and I can only physically be in front of the computer, um, a certain amount of time before I need to move away from it. Um, but again, like if you if you do have, a, and again, I feel like I've been talking about this for weeks, but I, I just love this on Facebook and Facebook is not my favorite place to be. But if you do have a Facebook page, you can schedule a story. And if you have a Facebook page, you can actually include a link to your story. So you'll get a little button at the bottom of the, the, the screen that people can actually click on and go to your website, your YouTube video, your social media posts, whatever it can be. So that's really, really cool. And again, that's only, as far as I can tell, that's only for Facebook pages. Our profiles don't give you that link option. Um, yes, I love that. Okay, um, so Insomnia Doodles writes, I use a lot of visuals in my promotional posts. I feel like there's something about an eye-catching image that gets more attention than links or just text for sure. Absolutely.
And I'll have this one from Walter as well. So a great bonus tip, using the YouTube share button to promote your live stream after you're scheduled on your schedule media pages that are connected to them. So yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think there are a few other opportunities on YouTube specifically, like, you know, combining related content in a playlist is really cool. Whether you're using the YouTube um, podcasting playlist option or not, uh, it's a great way of, of combining things because if there is a topic that you talk about often and somebody really wants to go for a deep dive into and you've got, you know, four or five hours worth of content, some people are going to love that. For some people, that's going to be way too much. Um, but again, you know, they, they don't need to... to um, they don't need to watch all of it, obviously, but, and I guess that's the really interesting thing, depending on how you link people to things. Like I can link people to a video from within a playlist. And if I do that, they watch that one. If they've got autoplay turned on, it may just go to the next video and they might be enjoying that. They might not even notice where one ends and the next one begins. It depends because, you know, they, they could be playing it in the background. Um, they could be watching it actively. Anything's possible. So I guess one thing I do want to say, um, and again, I don't think this banner is going to work um, as effectively as it normally does when we have two people on the screen, but please like and subscribe wherever you happen to be watching this. Um, it's, it would be really cool if you could hang out. Um, if you want to find out what Sam's up to, you can head over to samproof.tv or cuteavalanche.com. Uh, and if you want to hang out uh, with me, uh, all the resources are over at johnlacy.com. Uh, I've got articles and links to social media and all kinds of things happening there and i really i i'm i want to get a little bit more into tiktok and the short form video i i watch a lot of it and i i, I just a part of me is really keen to try that out so i may or may not get onto tiktok but you know if you want to check me out there you certainly can all right um and hello to chocolate quilts um is in los angeles and we'll catch the, the rebroadcast nice to see you um, <laughs> I, I do want to call this out because again, and I, I feel like I've mentioned some version of this on the last few shows, but streaming is different things for different people. And for me, I really like to have a, a focus stream about a particular topic that goes for, you know, 15 to minutes to an hour tops. Whereas I know Sam has that that cat cam, kitten cam happening 24-7. Um, Insomnia Doodles is writing that her charity streams are eight hours long, so she doesn't really expect anyone to stick around for the whole thing. Um, so th that's absolutely true. And I guess um, for me, like, obviously, like, and I say obviously, if you, if you haven't been to recent shows, you may not know this, but um, Sam and his wife Amanda and some some friends including um Insomnia Doodles um they, they sort of are involved in this thing called Cute Avalanche which is really about fostering uh kittens and making sure they have homes um and Sam being Sam um has to make videos and live stream the whole thing because that's just who he is um and recently they actually got the watch hours to uh for that channel on YouTube to become part of the partner program um, and I'm really fascinated by that because like I said, that's a 20, that's practically a 24 hour stream, like 24 seven. And sometimes some of that content is replays of other things, but there's always something to watch. 
Whereas I'm almost on the other end of that spectrum. If you go to my YouTube channel, I probably have maybe an hour and 10 minutes worth of content each week. And I'm kind of thinking like, how on earth is somebody like me going to to reach those watch hour goals? And it's, I, I, I don't really have an answer for that one. I think it's it's a really interesting question and I, I'd love to be producing more content over there anyway, and maybe I will in the future, who knows? We'll try and figure that out. out, out. But I, again, the more, the more stuff that you have, the more a potential audience member has to potentially watch. So, you know, I, I think sometimes, I, and I said this earlier, but I'll say it again, different people want different things. And some people do just want to hang out. Some people just want to have something in the background. Um, other people want short and snappy and to the point and edited. So um, anything that you could create could be quite useful for somebody. So keep that in mind. Okay, awesome. <laughs> and Insomnia Doodles is noting that, you know, she does a lot of, uh, she does some long streams and some very short bursts of gaming and casual hanging out. So the algorithm doesn't know what to do with her. She's chaos. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I, I hope this has been useful. Again, if you're watching this later on, let me know in the chat. Um, hash, uh, uh, team replay i think was the the hashtag that we went for in the end let me put this back up so i can see this yep so hashtag team replay if you are watching this later on uh let us know in the chat too like if there are any things that you'd like us to cover in future shows we'd love to hear from you um so okay and i just want to i Getting some great comments in. I'm trying to wrap up the show, but there is great, great value here. So let's talk about it. So uh, again, Walter from the NBA Sports Talk channel on YouTube is saying on my last channel, my content averaged around one hour per live on the new channel. I'm trying to keep the, the content on average to 30 to 45 minutes. And it's interesting because I think like, you know, people want to hang out and they probably do want to hang out for a fairly long time amount of time but i i kind of do wonder about the replay value of an hour-long stream and it's interesting because in some ways i would happily listen to an hour-long podcast while i'm doing other things but if i have to physically watch something i kind of generally do want it to be a little bit shorter and snappier but again like i <laughs> i think it's really easy for creators to get stuck in sort of these these mental um you know challenges and like don't don't obsess about how long or short something is don't worry about when you're posting at what the right time is just just keep making stuff like honestly i think that's that's the place i'm really at right now is you know it's important that i show up that i continue to show up and i don't i've got to tell you like this show happens at 9am on a saturday morning in in my time I'm always tired. I'm always undercaffeinated. I don't always want to show up, but I'm always grateful when I do because if you push past that initial bit of resistance, it's a great conversation. I love uh, hearing from people in the chat. It's it's been really really great this week and and most weeks really. So again, thank thank you for your company today. If you want to uh, learn more about me, you can head over to johnlacy.com. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you again at the same time next week. So take care, everybody. Thank you so much for the participation in the chat and we'll talk again soon.